What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Enjoy. And KT. And we are back with another episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our 100th episode in two-year anniversary. You ain't heard that junk. Check it out. We had a very good time. Remember to hit us up on social media. Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. Instagram dot com slash talk it out podcast and twitter.com slash talk it out underscore pod we have been slacking i'll admit it in our social media thing again this has been a time of uh changes and stuff like that so we kind of been you know lacking on that but we will get back to it when we're trying to get back consistent with the episode as you can see this was released on a wednesday because of life but we're gonna try to get a consistent schedule whether it be tuesday or wednesday we're gonna get it to your own time all right um how are you guys feeling before we get into it she feels delicious i feel not really but i don't know hmm. i feel like meh yeah just one of them days i know right that always pops in my head when I wanna be just one of them days. I really know. I really had a good day today. It just wasn't like exciting. Like it wasn't. There's no a good day is when nothing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Oh, uh, BTW podcast where it was my birthday. I expect some shout outs. Send her birthday wishes. It's Joy's just her at Twitter. All right. You remembered. I did remember. Let's get right into this, gents. Uh. Today we're going to talk about something because, you know, we always hear that we're mail, we're mail bashers. That's pretty much become our trademark. You want some good mail bashing? Come to Talk It Out podcast. But today we are going to switch it up a little bit. I know, shocker. We are going to talk a little bit about female privilege. Because a lot of time we discuss male privilege all the time. Because men, they get a lot of privileges. Now, I can only think of, on I can probably count on one hand the amount of privileges that women have over men, but they're all still kind of rooted in patriarchy. So I want to talk about this, and I want to see if you guys agree. I feel like when it comes to parenting, women have a privilege as far as being mothers. Um, as far as what I've seen, just being in life and talking to people, your mother could be terrible. Your mother could be abusive. Your mother could be a liar. Your mother could be a manipulator. Your mother could be emotionally disconnected <laughs> from you. I love how you talk right now. <laughs> but... You are never, unless that woman has, like, tried to kill you, you are never allowed to really talk negatively about mothers. Like, it's always an excuse. It's always, uh, well, she did the best she could, and it's always some type of deal behind it. But when it comes to fathers... It is widely accepted in society you can speak, you can criticize your father publicly. But when it comes to mothers, 
it's not really allowed. First of all, do you think, do y'all think that's true? I think it is kind of, I, I think it's what you're saying is a privilege. I think that privilege also has a downside. I'll get to that later, but I do think that's true. I think it is expected, especially in our community for mm. fathers not to be there for their children. So when a mother da- is there, and even if she's like the worst mom, she's there, she's trying her best. And then they give her excuses. And I think, you know, I don't always think that's fair. I think most mothers, I want to say, I hope, you know, no matter what ethnicity they are, try their best and they want what's best for their child. But I do think moms get a pass at parenting more than dads do, because I don't think it is expected of dads the way it is of mothers. I think that, um, I think that's a, that's a real life privilege that the mothers definitely have. Um, I would, I would say that from my own experience, if I was to tell someone, Hey, I don't talk to my dad. They're like, Oh man, it's sad or whatever. But if I tell someone, me and my mom don't have a relationship, and we haven't had a relationship for years and years, they always say, well, that's your mom, so why aren't you trying to, like, mend things with her? That's your mom. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of times people, they they do give that privilege to to mothers, which, I mean, that's just from what I've experienced on my own. Okay. Also, we agree. Um, why do you think that is? Why do you think that we give uh mothers this privilege? Is it a part of patriarchy? Is it a part of matriarchy? What do you think is the underlying issues behind the reason that we give mothers so many passes and demand that their children always speak highly of them uh no matter what? Uh, I'm going to say the reason why that is, is because we put a lot of society as a whole puts a lot of like, like umph and things like that. A lot of thinking, a lot of love, a lot of everything uh, into the birth of a child. But I mean, just think of like how controversial abortion is and things along those lines. Like as far as the birth of a child goes. In people's mind, the only person that can do that is a, a cisgendered woman. And if you disrespect that cisgendered woman for birthing a child, uh, bringing life into this world, then something's wrong with you. Like I was saying, and I think I said it like in my answer before, I think it's because women, I think it's because men are just seeing it. Most men... I, Speaking within the black community, it is viewed that most black men leave their children, leave their leave their uh, wives or girlfriends and then start over whenever they deem themselves ready. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter about the responsibility that they already have. And then it, the responsibility I've seen in in our community as well, it is the woman's fault. No matter like when it said like kids having kids. Mm-hmm. It's always the girl's fault. Yeah. Now, we can't vote yet, 
our minds are not fully developed until we're 25, mm-hmm. but it's the one girl's fault. And I keep changing it from woman to girl because most of the time when I'll well, just say a period, woman or girl, most of the time in, in the black community, the woman is at fault for a pregnancy and she's the one who holds the responsibility. Every the the quote unquote burden of the child is placed on her. And so when she does or does not succeed, it's all well, she did that by herself. You know, she did it's it seemed as like a um uh what it like a trophy. Oh she did she was a single mama. She did that. Mm-hmm. And then if she doesn't succeed, oh well they make excuses. But mm-hmm. they don't give those same mm-hmm. and they give those excuses to the mother and then they call the, the father, oh, he ain't ready. He ain't doing this. But at the same time, nobody was making him do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was saying, hey, that's your child. You get in there. I don't care what's, what's going on. Nobody was saying that to him. And though it is acceptable uh, within the community to talk about a father, a black father, more than it is a black mother, it's also not unacceptable to say, Oh, well, my daddy, uh, you can say my daddy ain't shit. You can say that. Mm-hmm. But then you can't say, uh, well, but then that family makes up the excuse. The world say, oh, well, he just wasn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Or so and so, so and so. But yeah, girl, you're right. You know, it's always an excuse either way it goes. Um, so I will, we can get to that. We can get to the double standards in there as well. Um, but I just, I just see it all the time. And like, um, there's so many people whose relationship with their mother is not the best because of stuff that has gone on through their childhood or even adulthood. And they're still having to force relationships with these people that are toxic in their lives. And I was just wondering, like, why why do we force that? And it's sad because it's like, if somebody is toxic in your life, no matter what, like they can be your mom or dad or whatever, if they are toxic and they're causing you pain and hurt, why should you have to be forced to stay in that relationship? You know what I'm saying? It's not good. Um, but we do it. We do it all the time. All right. So um, something I wanted to segue into is um, something that we had I talked about, um, or I learned about this year, this week about, it's called, um, adverse childhood experiences. And it's pretty much, um, saying how a lot of times things we have gone through in our childhood affects us as adults. Like, okay, duh. But, um, there's also something else that's, that's very interesting. Um, we had the guest on uh, not too long ago who was talking about generational curses and stuff like that. And um, there's, there's kind of some controversy about it because, you know, the word curses, it, it seems real mystic and like religious and stuff like that. But research has proven like your DNA, like if you have gone through certain things, like certain traumas, that DNA gene memory stuff goes through your your DNA. So like if you had, if you deal with alcoholism, like even if you never met your, um, 
your child, there's a chance that that gene or DNA stuff, whatever, will pass down to your child and they will also may have a problem with alcoholism. And so it's just interesting to think about. But also when it comes to mothering and and parenting, um, we have to stop making excuses. I mean, there there's there's times when like, yes, a lot of times these people are stressed. They're single parents. Um, they don't know what to do a lot of times. A lot of times they're too young. But we also have to create a space where we are allowed to be critical. And not only that, talk about it, let it out so we can move on. A lot of times uh, children hold on to this animosity from stuff that happened to them as children and it carries on with them for the rest of their life and they're bitter and it's sad because they're not given that space to express themselves and ever talk about it to their parent because of just the way society is 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 um set up I think sometimes it makes it worse um, because whenever you do go and, and try and talk to your parent that may have abused you or hurt you in any type of way uh, a lot of times they look at you like, oh, well, I don't remember that or that's not how it happened mm-hmm. or like they kind of they they gaslight you and make you seem as if you're crazy. You're the one that was stupid. You know, yeah. Yeah. Like crazy you ain't or stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think sometimes like I can't remember which one of you guys were saying it, but your best option, even though a lot of people don't want to do it, your best option is just to cut it off like sometimes even if you don't want to family can be cut off too and if they're the ones that are being toxic to you if they're the ones that are hurting you then you have every right and it is completely valid to cut that person off yeah that's true if if you do if you do the work or even if you don't want to do the work and and uh you know Nothing gets accomplished or you don't want to get comp it is okay, definitely okay to cut off those ties and don't let people ostracize you for doing something that's right for you and that will help you uh better in your life, you know. I wish that you know, and somebody told me yesterday, somebody close to me, they were like, uh, it's no it's you have to just accept it and move on. And I was telling them like it's okay to yeah you have to accept it and move on but to a part of accepting it is accepting the way it made you feel like you can't just accept and say I don't really care about that mm. because it's not true otherwise you wouldn't have anything to accept right you have to say oh it made me feel this way you know I don't really get along with my mom and it makes me upset but you know at the end of the day I love her she I she either did all she could. She did what she knew how to do, you know. And even if she didn't, and if she went away from her, I'm not. All her job was was to birth me. That's all she did. And anything else, oh well. I'm not gonna let this, you know, hurt hurt my uh, life. And I, yeah, it's easier said than done. But this person was telling me you just have to accept it and move on I was like no Mm -mm. before you accept anything you have to accept the feelings within yourself first because otherwise you've accepted nothing and it's not moving on it's more accepting it and overcoming what the way it made you feel because a lot of stuff that happens between family members is not is 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 takes more of emotional toll because scars heal 
physical scars, most of them heal and you can't see them. It's the emotional scars that, that take much longer to heal. You're right. You're absolutely right. You definitely have to come to grips with that. And, well, I want us to get a therapist on here, like a family therapist on here, to really get dig deep into it because there are a lot of us who have, not saying we, we had mommy dearest or just abusive parents, but a lot of our parents were young. They didn't really know what to do, and so they made a lot of mistakes. And mistakes aren't always their fault, but it still can affect the child, the child in negative ways. So um, there's lots of stuff we have to uh, to come to grips with in the, because it's just a lot. All right, so <laughs> uh, let's move on. I want to talk about this because I think this is a very interesting topic to talk about. We had an episode um, about if, um, mental illness is becoming a trend. If like depression is becoming a trend now, um, but I uh I found a quote and actually a a Facebook post, a Twitter tweet that said um so pretty much this this news place Reuters said uh, this said a rise in U.S. suicides highlights need. For new depression drugs, okay? And this man named Yusuf replied, We're depressed because we're overworked, overpaid, can't afford our student debt, can't afford a doctor, can't afford a home, can't afford a family, while people at the top take most of the value of our labor for themselves. We don't need better drugs. We need a better economy. And there's this other tweet or Tumblr post I I read um, from Lesbian Moon Colony. <laughs> um, and she said, I'm bored of mental health discourse that doesn't consider a capitalism's effect on people. Like, sure, I take antidepressants to deal with mental health problems, and they change the chemicals in my brain, but not the root cause. But the root cause isn't the chemicals in my brain were wrong. It's that we live in an alienating health system that treats people as commodities. I think not having to spend a third of my life doing something I hate, surrounded by people I hate, in order to not starve would improve my mental health. I think having adequate free access to mental health services would help my mental health. I think not being constantly advertised that and told my worth is measured in how much stuff I own or how much men want to have sex with me would help my mental health. I think not having to worry about choosing between a roof over my head and a meal in my stomach would improve my mental health. Um, so what do you guys think? Do you agree? Do you think that the way that, that capitalism or this system is set up contributes to a lot of people having mental health issues or exacerbating it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let's let's talk about things that actually cause mental health issues. Uh, financial situations. Um, capitalism plays into that so well. Absolutely. Financial situations can cause stress. It, any type of stressor that you're currently having 
can cause depression, can cause mental illnesses. Um, even small things like whenever you're a kid, let's say your parent had a, a horrible day and is tired of you acting out. If your parent had a horrible day and is tired of you acting out, that could uh, cause that parent to whoop you, which in return could cause you to have horrible mental health. Um, like it, it's just society as a whole, period. Like it is, it is contributing, like your environment, the way your life is set up contributes 100%, I think, mm -hmm. to your mental health. Absolutely. What do you think, Joy? I think that um, society definitely contributes to mental health issues. Uh, family contributes to mental health issues. Um, and I think the economy does as well. And I think if... I, I just wonder about... I've not taken this poll, so if anybody out there is listening, they... Please come back with me at me with some statistics or stats or anything like that. Proof. Because I am going to say something that I don't know if it's entirely true. But I believe, based on solely my opinion, that America is much more mentally uh, uh, have much more mental problems than, uh, let's say, for example, Canada. And they're right above us. And I think it's because we put a stigma on a lot of things in uh, America. It's, it's, everything is bad here. Everything is bad. Mm -hmm. uh, economy's bad. Life, is, it's, everything here is just bad. And I think when you go to a place where everybody's more open and more freer, not just like economy-wise, like healthcare-wise, of course, but if I'm stressed out about my healthcare, healthcare, there's no way I'm going to go to see a therapist, even if my insurance says I can afford it. And the only people here that get good work are people in positions of power, like doctors, lawyers, um, judges, uh, politicians, uh, somebody who owns three uh McDonald's chains, anybody like that. But anybody who's not uh in a position of power, if you're an everyday person working paycheck to paycheck, yeah. Uh I think you're gonna be stressed out. There's so many things going on and especially like millennials. Like I feel like almost every person my age, like between the age of twenty three to thirty five get something because it's just the way like we talk about it, it correlates the economy is terrible we were sold a lie and then it's like well, now you got to go work these minimum wage jobs or these factory jobs of course it's going to mess you up it's going to mess you up and so then it's like we got to do something about it but what can what can you do i mean what can we literally do Besides, vote some people out of office to so change the whole structure of, of is what the economy. we need to do. But someone once told me that a drug a drug um, pusher has much more sense than uh, a college degree graduate. And I was like, "What? 
Could, and I want to see before I explain that. Could anyone understand why they would say that? Uh, because people gonna always need drugs because they messed up. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And they said a drug pusher, he's got a job forever, and yep. he didn't have to go to college and to to do that. And the people from who who really know how to make it a business, like the cartels and things like that, they they got money because they understand that. It's it's a it's a necessity, and I say, well, even if it is a necessity, it's the right thing to do. And the, and he was adamant. He said, no, it's not. But I can see why people do it. And I almost went down that path myself. But that's true, though. And and you think about it like you think about it like they always say, ooh, this this like poor neighborhoods. Ooh, this this area is just riddling with crime and drugs. Oh, they just, it's so many drugs. They doing crack. They doing heroin. Do people ever just sit and wonder why? I mean, now it's like the opioid addiction. That's like our age and a little bit older that it's taken because of, like we said, the economy. But if we're just talking about like poor areas where there's not that that much room for upward mobility. If if this economy is affecting us and we we have education, we went to college, like we are pretty privileged in that sense. How much more mm-hmm. depressing is it to people who drop out of school, um, don't hardly have a good education, don't have um, family with any type of money, like they struggling big time. So, of course, they finna be messed up by it. Of course, they're going to be depressed. And so, drugs, illegal drugs, has been uh, medication for a lot of people. It's been their way of coping with the world. So, I mean, it kind of is what it is. But we never want to ever, in anything in life, tackle the root of anything we just want to point fingers and say, oh, they do it because they like them. it. Right. Or even if they like it. It, it makes me sad like, because yeah. they, most people say, I've heard people say, oh, well, just go to college. You know, just go to college. First of all, not everybody is privileged enough to do so. Mm-hmm. And if and if you do go to college, next thing you know, you'll end up. And I'm not just saying that. I'm not saying, you know, because I'm pro college. I am. I, I am pro higher education. If you can afford it, I would say go for it. Um, even if you have to take like a class a year, you know, eventually it's better than never for me because I feel like you learn more about life in general. But if you go to college, got a degree, come back and apply, and nobody's going to hire you because you have no experience in your field or because your connection. You didn't suck up to the right people. It's not based on merit. It's just based on who you know. Right. And you're back home living with your parents. And it's like, well, dang, what was the point of this? I could have been working these four years. And now and you're building in debt. Up a resume. And now I'm in debt. What's no job in my career field? And now I have to find a way to make it on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Relatable. Relatable. Republicans can suck it. 
It's just really, what? it's just really a hoot. And that's why I can't even like, you know, when you're younger, you feel some type of way. But now I'm like, I can't even blame people who self-medicate on illegal substances because like it gets to a point where you just feel helpless and like there's nothing I can do. Like you can vote, but in the grand scheme of things. Like, really? Are we really going to overthrow capitalism? Are we really going to eliminate student loan debt when it's making so much money for everybody? So, people, just do what you do and be safe. But I, I just, it's, I definitely agree I that this society... If Canada can do it, we can do it. Mm, I heard people, Canada isn't all that good. I mean, Canada is better well, than America. If but. Switzerland can do it, we can do it. Mm, I heard. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, I'm going to keep the faith alive. <laughs> but that's the only thing about it. Like, look, that's what I was thinking about. You know, the hippies are now, like the people that were like in the hippie movement, they are now the folks in charge. They're the old folks in office and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were so progressive. Granted, it wasn't everybody, of course. But a lot of them, they were so progressive. They were all about change and revolution and stuff like that. And then they eventually became a part of the status quo. I really hope that's not the trajectory for the millennials. I really hope that by the time we get into that age, like even now, we don't lose the fight and give up and eventually just like, well... Because think about ba- those, those are baby boomers. Time. The baby boomers are the ones that have destroyed the economy. The baby boomers are the ones that's voted for Donald Trump. Like, mm-hmm. we have to do something. Like, if we can do anything, we can just educate our fellow peers to make sure when we become the majority, we're not going to do the same mistakes mm-hmm. as the baby boomers did. Because I that's just ridiculous. Just so y'all know, we're going to continue to do Talk It Out podcast until we get about 80. Uh, It'll no longer be on (laughs) Apple Podcast. It will actually be called Orange Podcast because they will have upgraded to the word orange as opposed to apple. So that's that we're going to be here. And at that point, we are still going to be preaching the word. No, we will. And we'll be out here preaching the word or we'll go to jail. Either or. I'll take it. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> you see we silent <laughs> um, but what was I going to say I have a lot of hope for our but what are we we're millennials and the next generation is generation X is the generation that, under generation us is generation Z, Z yeah generation Z I have a lot of hope for them and for the I don't know the that next generation I think I think they're going to they're going to be the ones to make some stuff happen, to change society for the better. And I just it's my hope. It's my wish. It's something that I think will happen, especially with how um, uh, they reacted to the um, the shootings that happened in the school system. I think that was just the start of something. And I think a lot of future leaders could be born from that. And hopefully, because now now is the time where even if we're activists, we're not getting heard and we're, nothing's changing because the people that are voting don't have an open mindset. But I think by the time that Generation Z is, you know, uh, becoming leaders and 
activists and doing the things that they do, we will have an open mind and we can vote based on our thoughts then. All we can do is hope. Hey, y'all hit us up. This is a doom and gloom episode. I mean, I guess it just... It really was. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> but hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. Do you think that society is causing contributing to a lot of our mental illnesses hit us up on social media facebook.com slash talk it out podcast instagram at talk it out podcast twitter at talk it out underscore pod use the hashtag talk it out pod for a retweet and we'll get back what? with you um we gotta end it on something positive i don't know why but all that is talking been in my head we are family, family. hey hey I, I got all my sisters sister with me. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. all my talking out podcast with me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Hey, I got my talking out fam with me. We are family. We are talking out podcast with me. This is KT, Gabby, and Joy. This is Joy, KT, and Gabby. Ooh. Hey, this is Joy, KT, and Gabby. Hey. We are family. No, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. We are talking about podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. That don't rhyme no more. Oh well. Oh Lord. <laughs> All right, y'all. We we gonna end it on this note. Um, hit us up. Let us know you got any topics for us to talk about. Send it to us. Thank you for commenting. Thank you, y'all, for for continuing to listen. And to, to be there for us while we've been take, making these changes and transitions in life. Um, we love you guys. All right. This has been your girl, Gabby. And Joy. And Katie. And this has been Talk It Out. Talk It Out. Talk It Out.